Thanks for hanging out with me. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. No, no pun intended. None, no, I don't None do what, puns. Yes, you do. I never do puns. Yes, That's she not does. my thing. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad that we get to hang out. Thanks for bringing beers over. Oh, no, that is truly my pleasure. I needed, needed this today. I wonder, did you listen to the podcast episode of um, Jess dragging me? Um, about bingo. I don't think so. About like fra- phrases that I. Today we're gonna add pleasure is gonna be on the, is gonna be on the bingo card. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking. About. How many? Yes, yes, yes. How many times? Can we say the word pleasure? It's gonna be a lot. And also, do you know when you say a word so many times that, that it, it stops, doesn't mean anything? Yeah, anymore? it doesn't sound like a word. Yeah. Pleasure. No, but, like, that word means so much to me, so I hope that doesn't happen. So we'll just try to rein it in. (laughs) It's going to be fine. It's fine. Anyways, I'm sitting here with one of my dear friends, Hannah Croft, radical therapist, focused on pleasure, confidence, and joy. When I think of you, Hannah Croft. When you think of me, which is often. Which is. All the time. On a regular basis. I, uh, I feel like that... I feel like you really nailed it, you know? Oh. Yeah. That's so nice. I feel like... That's so affirming. Let me affirm you. Wow. Um, what just came to mind, which has nothing to do with anything, but kind of, is, um, did you see, uh, Fury Road? Mad Max? No. You didn't? No. With Charlize Theron? Yeah, I didn't. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. And, like, I have such a weird, skewed... Like, when I tell people, like, what my favorite... They're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Like, and also, I never would have guessed that. Yeah, no, that does not track. um, It's so good. But the War Boys... I'm so sorry to get into this. I'm really wondering where you're going with this. (laughs) They say, essentially before they commit suicide in the name of like, um, whatever the fuck his name is. Wow, this is is just like a really lighthearted episode. Joe. (laughs) Good job, Eva. They like spray this like silver spray paint on their teeth and they say, witness me. And it's like, like they want to be affirmed. Like I'm going to die for, Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. Joe. So that's what it made me think of. You felt affirmed. Witness me. Let me witness you, Han. Here I am. Let me never say that again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I Hannah. I was going to make this weird. God. Just, you know. Wow. Uh, we have to watch that movie. Do so, we? yeah, no, we really do. I am going to make you watch that movie. Okay. Well, um, I'll make you watch my favorite movie. Which is? Nine to five. I don't Obviously. know what that is. Okay. That hurts me in my soul. Um, I have no idea what that is. It's Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Working nine to Yeah. Five. No. Yeah. No? No. No as in you've never seen it, or no as in that doesn't interest you? <laughs> no, it does. I feel like I am the, sometimes, like, the worst gay in the world. Because of moments like this. You've never watched The L Word, have you? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How gay are you, for real? 
Is that a question that you're asking me? No, I'm asking myself. I was going to say, to the to the people who are listening to this, I'm currently wearing corduroy overalls <laughs> and putting crisscross applesauce. So With, with, an, uh, with a tall boy IPA. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're wondering how gay I am. So if you're wondering how gay, um, I look very, um, depending on like what way you want to go with this, I feel like it could either be like 90s professor, maybe a na- naughty sorority. I could put on like my daddy glasses and we could go like either way. I'm just like really trying to figure out what professor wears sweatpants. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to drag you, but that was a little too easy. <laughs> it was just the sweatshirt. This has nothing to do right, with well, the... Anyway. Uh, uh, <clears throat> we're going to put a pin in that. Yeah. We're just going to shelve that. Han, tell me about the best thing that you've eaten, and it can be something that somebody else made for you or something that you made recently. I wanted to make a sex joke, but I'm not going to. I mean, there's there is an E for explicit content on this podcast. <laughs> so you can go both ways. Um No, yesterday. So in my family we do Sunday dinners. I know, I love it so much. I was actually thinking about you guys yesterday. Um well, so Sunday dinners, my little brother moved here almost three years ago now? Two years ago? Whatever. Time is broken. Time is a flat circle. Time is time is fake. Um, But we have Sunday dinners. My brother and his girlfriend and me and my partner and usually my partner and I cook or we do like a little cooking class where Sora and Christina also learn to cook something. That's very cute. Cook yes. Um, And this is all uh, in trade uh, because they took care of our dog for a month um, and we're just like slowly chipping away at that debt. But yesterday we were like, fuck this, we're not cooking. Um, so I'm we, went, we went to um, Orange Taco Place. What's that? Um, it's Taqueria La Familia okay. on Alameda and Tejon. Okay. Um, orange Taco Place, because it's an orange building that has yes. bars on the windows. And yes. That's how you know it's a good taco place. Yeah, for real. Um, and I had their cochinita pibil, and it was just... So uh, good. So good. And my brother had birria for the first time. And it was just like watching his face experience like quesa birria for the first time was just like. Have you had quiques? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah. But my brother was just like, oh my God, this is just like next level delicious. Um, and so I think both eating cochinita pibil in a, in just like a kind of like side of the road taco shop. And then eating birria with my brother. It was a full circle moment. It was just like a nice little... That's that's the best thing I've eaten. Also, ugh, those pickled red onions at that place, the spicy ones. Oh, man. They hurt my face so much, but they are so delicious. I know where I'm going to go. Have you... You know what I meant to ask you, actually, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. Have you been to La Diabla? No. New... Pasole, tacos. Mm. They do. You had me at pasole. I know. So they do. Um, here's the thing, and I'll tell you more about this off air. Mm. Give me the inside scoop. Thursdays they do buy one get one. That's the only time that I would go. That's the only day like that I would okay. go. Okay, okay. I mean because like it's. I mean they're it's seventeen dollars a bowl. Okay. Okay. Um, 
It's good. Is it the best pozole I've ever had? No. $17 is taxing. I mean, that's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's pushing it. That's a decent amount of money. That's but a if, yourself, yeah. But if you're like buy one, get one moment, it's a little bit more digestible. Um, but they do tacos that are apparently even for. better. And their red beer is mm. fire. Mm. Like I would go just to eat like chips and salsa and have and a red, red beer. beer. Mm-hmm. I know. I was just daydreaming about this mango michelada that I had in Colombia. <laughs> You know what I'm going to get dragged for is I do not like fruit and tahine. <gasps> I know. I never really? have. Never. Oh it's gosh. not my bag. I mean. Like, or like mango nadas mm-hmm. are also. Mm-mm. Wow. I mean, I more for me. You more can, for me. You can have it all. Yeah. Or like people that salt their watermelon. That's oh, also. I don't really do that. But that's mostly because I'm really picky about the texture of my watermelon. And I feel like it gets weird and mealy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I feel affirmed. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Witness me. I witness you, Ava. <laughs> I kept calling him Joe, the character of the yeah. movie. I was like, it's something Joe. God Joe, Daddy Joe. It's- <laughs> Is it Max? It's- <laughs> It's Immortal Joe. <laughs> I think that just makes your affection for this movie even weirder. It's so weird. I don't get it. Um, Whatever. I'm not here to yuck your yum. I don't kick shame. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you watch it. I have a weird, like a very, I don't know, like top five and they are so varied and they're so random. All right. What is the best thing that I've eaten recently? Yeah. <clears throat> You know, I made the mistake. I didn't make a mistake, but I did, like, I I fucked my own self in raising, like, a semi-bougie kid mm-hmm. who's like, I'm like, Moon, do you want, like, oatmeal for breakfast? She's like, no, but I would like some avocado toast. <laughs> like, okie dokie. <laughs> but, like... Uh, so I get, um, there's a gentleman here that has a cottage bakery, black and delicate. His name is Brian. He's a lovely human being. Really, really just a delightful human to just, just chat a with. delightful human being. Oh, and he hot. turns, he turns that sourdough is fire. That was so good. It was really oh, so good. good. And honestly, um, I was actually having this conversation with Mel the other day of like how good, simple, food is yes simple food done well is it doesn't have to be like what's this word that i want to use cockamamie is that the word you want to use yeah okay is that the word if you want it to be we're going with it all right it doesn't have to be like fussy there doesn't have to be 985 ingredients but like if you have a fire avocado fire sourdough chili oil i just realized i changed my answer to that question oh my I don't know if you can. Am I allowed to? It's okay if I'm not. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. Okay, yes, please do that. There are no rules here. Okay. Um, so for Christmas, my partners, so my partner's one of five. God There's bless. a lot of people there. And everybody's <laughs> got like partners and babies and whatnot. 
So we do Secret Santa, and my Secret Santa, Secret Santa, my Secret Santa, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> went to Italy um, like the month before Christmas. Christmas, wow, words, <laughs> words are hard today. You're preaching to the choir. I can't word today. Um, no, but brought, <laughs> have another sip of beer, hand. Um, no, he brought back really good olive oil. Oh, see? and um, this like rustic like Tuscan pasta called peachy. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, it's like very, um, it's like hard flour pasta, okay. like really thick. So mm-hmm. it takes like we like didn't really realize this. It takes like thirty minutes to Jesus cook this pasta. Age. Yeah, you're like I'm um, starving. And so, but we made aglio e olio with this mm-hmm. pasta, and it was so good. So good. What's the texture? Um, or what was the shape? Okay, so it's like almost like udani okay. in shape. Okay. Like it's like okay, it's like a bucatini. You know, okay. bucatini, yes. but it's not hollow in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Um, and like the texture is kind of like got Ooh, that udami. chewy. Yeah. Oh my god. I love a chewy noodle. I love a chewy noodle. So much. And it was just like so delicious. And it was like, okay, we're using this like beautiful olive oil that he brought back for us from Italy and it tasted so it was so simple. I like sauteed an onion, which is like not what you typically do with aglio olio, but like shh, that's fine. Don't tell anyone. Um but just like garlicky lemony parsley sign me up goodness yep um like hands down comfort food yeah yeah it also like it's one of those when i think about simple food i always think of anthony bourdain duh um which like inevitably makes me really emotional um (laughs) hannah's gonna start crying we're gonna have to take a tentative break so i can bust out the tinges i'm fine she's fine let the record show she's not crying yet um i only cry about anthony bourdain two days a year now (laughs) um it's fine but it just like like that idea of like making simple food Mm -hmm. really like really well accessible well yeah like you just don't and so like circling back to this avocado toast like it was i had such good just like key ingredients nothing was like fussy about it the eggs that i did were perfect um and i think of course they were and i also like you know like we're sitting here and mooney like leans over and she goes this is the best toast ever mom and like that just duh like obviously i'm gonna choose that that's really really wonderful and And also i mean we just need to be real transparent here the amount of meals that I've eaten the last two weeks are, um, you fed me. I did. Congee was fire. Meatballs were fire. Those, I did good on that. Oh meal. man. That was a good meal. That was a really good meal. Yeah. That was the first meal that I, that I ate. I know. And then after that, um, you know, who's going to be really pissed listening to this episode now that I think about it? Uh, Jess went on, like, a real long cooking hiatus for, like, almost three months. Okay. And she made me dinner twice last week. <clears throat> well. Uh, Jessica Lynn, if you're listening to this, uh, that cassoulet baby with a duck um, was not as good as my congee. That's <laughs> what she's trying to say. Actually, that cassoulet really was fire. Um, I will... If I didn't have such a moment with Mooney, yeah, about the toast. No, that, but that's the thing. Is like the best thing you've eaten is not just about like the what food, it like right? 
It's a moment. Yeah. We're having some... Uh, uh, Maddox, on the other hand, this was Maddox's face, and I'm sorry that none of you can see it, but you can imagine it, if you can imagine mine. <clears throat> the toast with the crust or whatever. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it has a little tooth to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like... I'm all like I cut it and and little I know that he's not gonna like pick up a whole fucking slice of yeah, sourdough yeah. and like mao, so I put just the avocado, which is essentially like just mashed avocado, right? Like on his plate. Mm-hmm. When Mooney was this age, I mean she would get down yeah. on avocado. I mean he literally looked down at his place at his placemat with such disdain that I thought that he was going to like faint out of disgust. Like he literally like moved his body away from his plate and was like, (laughs) and like didn't touch any of it. Like not the berries, not the egg on the side. It's interesting because that's the face that Maddox makes when he sees me. (laughs) You again? You're like, oh, this bitch? Yeah, right. And then four minutes later, he's fine. Um, then four minutes later, he's just, like, cuddled up. He's so, all, you know. Open up your lap, lady. He touched nothing on that plate this morning. I And here's... I've talked about this in several episodes. I... <clears throat> there are so many things that people, specifically parents, like, hyper-focus and hyper-fixate on and, like... Are you eating it? Oh my God. Like, oh, and they're going to, st- Maddox is not going to fucking starve. Okay. Like you don't want to eat anything off this plate. It seems to me like you might be hungry soon. So I'm going to just leave it. And you'll if we want to circle back, when you're ready but I'm also like, yeah. I'll never like make my kids sit there and like stare. I'm like, if you don't, if you're not interested in any of this, I love you so much. I'm not making a fucking second breakfast. So if you feel so inclined, circle on back at some point. But I, I don't know. And I think maybe some people could potentially look at me and be like, that's careless as fuck. Like you got to feed your kid. And I'm like, you're also like giving your kids permission to like eat on their own schedule and like build an intuitive relationship with food, which like, I don't think many people have so well and so many people i mean i i don't even think that like i think my mom was really good at it i i don't so much remember like in certain situations with certain people like the idea of like cleaning your plate or like you're not getting up from the table until you eat this like but i don't like i don't think that my mom was that way i think that she was Mm -hmm. like you're gonna fucking eat it if you're hungry and if you're not Right. Hungry, then I guess you won't eat it, and I guess you'll go to bed hungry. Like, I don't know. My parents would would always be like, well, if you don't like that, you can make yourself a peanut butter and jelly Jelly sandwich. sandwich. Same. Or, like, you can make yourself a quesadilla, which at that point in my life was a flour tortilla with some American cheese Cheese. slapped on it and thrown in the microwave. Microwave. We were also just having this conversation. I am not going to lie to y'all. If I need, like, if I am down in dumpster town and I need, like, a hug... I will straight up get a flour tortilla, put like cheddar cheese slices on it and like some dashes of red hot and put that fucker in the microwave. A pan won't do. I don't want crunchy. I want it to be, no, I want it to be soggy and fucking weird. I want it to be disgusting. I'm not here to yuck your yum. So good for you. (laughs) 
<clears throat> you know what I also do that <clears throat> Jess thinks is revolting, as most people do, is um, I love soggy cereal so much. Ew, Ava. I, Ava. I hate crunchy cereal to the point that I will pour milk on my cereal and like literally shelve it for like 10 minutes before I will come back to it. <clears throat> this is how disgusting I am. Okay, I said I'm not here to yuck your yum, but that's fucking gross. Listen, th so it gets better. For example, my all-time favorite cereal of all time is Cinnamon Life. I, Which gets soggy the minute it touches milk. Oh no. I have to let it sit for like 10 minutes until it becomes like a mass. <laughs> So what you're saying is you like cereal tea. <clears throat> I like I like cereal mash. I like mashed cereal. You also, know you could just like <clears throat> skip, like cut out the middleman and eat fucking oatmeal, right? No. What about Fruity Pebbles So Soggy? It is so good. No. And it also, because it's teeny tiny, it gets soggy really quickly. And I love, it's such a, it's no. such a nice texture. No. No. Like this. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> just love me, okay? I'm just like having a, a memory return to my body right now in which I like scolded my father because it took him too long to get me my bowl of cereal. And in the time that it took from the cereal to get from the kitchen it's to the, the table, it's it the audacity. It's the audacity. Like, we are opposites in this. I think most people are. Yeah. Most people are that, somewhat normal. I think that this is really gross. I love you so much. And I think this is disgusting. Um, I think that it just like ties into like my love of like undercooked things as a whole. Like I love a soggy thing. But isn't, isn't soggy cereal technically overcooked? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shh. I'm all do 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 like oh my god it is okay we're gonna move on we're gonna transition because and we're gonna note it okay we are finding ourselves in the weeds here friends we're transitioning I think I told you earlier that I uh, I did a teaser I'm gonna stop saying that word because it's turning into pleasure and it doesn't sound like a word anymore pleasure is a word. <sighs> It's not a word anymore. All right. About anyway. One of my favorite things about our relationship, I don't think a lot of people are like us. I think that, like, if you sent a voice memo to a lot of people, they'd be like, like, I do this with, like, you and one other person. Mm. And I think that, yeah, I think for the most part, people are like, the fuck are you doing? That's funny. I, like, so when I was in the Peace Corps, voice memos were, like, my lifeline. Oh, yeah, I guess. Because like you, <clears throat> WhatsApp. Like, right, right. I would just be, like, puttering around my house and just, like, sending my best friend Kate voice memos back and forth. There would be, like, because... Oh. You ever just have to take, like, a... A Ooh. mini break to, like, put your kid's pacifier back in his mouth? Um, no... Because my kid's a dog and he doesn't use a pacifier. Fair enough. Back to transitioning. Yeah, we were we were. This was like a, a perfect time to take a little breaky poo. Cause and now we're 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 back and revitalized. We're just like totally on. We're track. on we're on wherever, track and on point. Wherever that track. I is feel down. I feel collected. I just keep thinking about really delightful things I've eaten recently. I know. I'm like, can we just keep circling back to yeah. that? 
Honestly, her cassoulet really was really Remember good. Remember when my fiance brought me freshly made bread with butter, honey, and Malden in bed? Um, your fiance is annoying, and by annoying, I mean you precious love as fuck. Him, he's the best. He's so precious. I'm gonna marry the shit out of him. I'm gonna marry him so hard, and by me, I mean you. Anyway, what were we? What was our? Oh yeah, we were like so ready to transition yeah and we, we felt so agenda. collected so just like there was a baby crying and, and it was uh, it's his see. fault it's maddox's it's fault maddox's fault maddox did it anyways back to the teaser that's what we were discussing yes the teaser and voice memos voice memos and how voice memos and whatsapp like and in South America. yes because i didn't really have cell service in my site but voice memos would send and so it would just be this like weird walkie talkie thing yes with my friends on and on and on for two years i like i love i love it so do i my girlfriends will send them to me like that's like how we like check in at the end of our day yeah i i mean like it's you and one other person jess likes it i think because it adds like a certain level of intimacy even Mm -hmm. if it's just like hi how's today you know what i mean but yeah anyways i feel like a lot of people are like i'm not listening like what is happening i'm not listening to this right now but you and i correspond through voice memo a lot during the week it's nice it's like a it's a nice form of communication and something that you brought up last weekend was you were listening to npr and on npr you were listening about how and i'll let you take it from here so there's this restaurant group locally Oh, it's local. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, oh, I thought it was the, just... Um, the restaurant group that has, like, Mizuna okay. and, like, French 75 yeah. and whatever else under that umbrella. Um, but they were like, wow, COVID is really taking a toll on our employees' mental health. Wait, is Mizuno a banana concept? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and they were like, wow, our, our employees, they're just like, their mental health has been completely wrecked by this pandemic. Weird. Who thunk it? Um, and we, like, don't have, we, we, there's no way that we can, like, provide them adequate mental health care under their benefits. So we're going to hire an in-house therapist. Which I was just like, wow, this is so refreshing to hear because I feel like in, like, I grew up in food and beverage. Like, my dad is a sommelier. Like, I know food people i live with food people one of your favorite friends is a food people yeah one of my favorite friends is a food people some of my like most treasured memories are like me being a child in a restaurant because my dad couldn't find a babysitter right um but like mental health is a conversation that happens outside the restaurant right like full stop full stop and that like they were like oh we're gonna hire this person to be the like wellness director of our restaurant group and have groups and have individual therapy and have like skill building workshops i was just like this is so fucking cool i would love to create a space for like service industry folks to come and be in like a nice kind warm therapeutic space yeah um so naturally 30 seconds after I heard this NPR story, I started a voice memo to you. And I, like, my initial reaction was just, like, a resounding fuck yes. Like, not only Which does it... Which is also it, why you're the person who, when I have ideas about shit, that I'm like, 
I want to flesh this out at some point eventually. I'm going to tell Ava about it. I love that you feel like that because I I feel that way about you. Oh, that's so nice. Let me be a safe space for you. And also let me like enthusiastically be like enthusiastic uh, as fuck about like shit that you're into. This is so nice. Except crunchy cereal, dog. I'm not into that. Yeah, that. Well, we're just going to put that one to bed. <laughs> And um, never speak of it again. We will never speak. I'm going to just like start carrying around a box of cereal so that when I arrive to your house, I'm going to be like helping myself. I'll come back to it in 20 minutes. Anyways, as soon as I heard this, I was like, not only do I feel like a resounding fuck yes, like, uh, as you know, not only do I work in the food industry in some capacity myself, it's obviously much different because it's me. <clears throat> and me within my business. Um, but people that I love are service industry mm-hmm. for sure. And I think that this is, I think that it obviously like mental health as a whole, um, speaking about mental health or being transparent and vulnerable in that way in the industry, it has always been very taboo. Mm-hmm. It's always been like bootstrappy Which, as fuck. <clears throat> coming back to Anthony Bourdain. Right. I feel like a huge light was shed on like the lack of mental health resources. A thousand percent. When <clears throat> Anthony Bourdain <throat> suicided and like that was that was a moment for like so so my dad, like my dad loved Anthony Bourdain like yeah. deep in his bones and yeah. so did I. So many of us did. So many of us did. And like that was a moment where my dad was like, "Oh shit, like the people in my world are not getting the support that they no, need." No, they're fucked. And, like, I just kind of, like, it kind of just dawned on me recently. Like, yeah, I focus on, like, sexuality in my work. I focus on, like, disordered eating. I do a lot of, like, pleasure-centered work around, like, different things. But, like, also, if I have such, like, a love and such a, like, heart space for food and people who work in food and beverage, then, like, why would I not extend my, like professional capacity to these people not like in a like i'm gonna save you way because that's not hold space but like i have the i have the tools to hold space and people are not giving you the space that you fucking need and i have the hand pies you know what i'm saying yeah ava has the pies i have the space in my brain and heart and an office um i'm for it and so like why would i why would i not use that i feel like it's such a you know, when I think when I think <clears throat> about the people that I love the most that are in the industry, mm-hmm. those are like some of the people that absolutely need tended to right the most right for sure yeah without a shadow of a doubt and like why it just it's so I feel like the, over the past you know two going on three years we've been talking about like food and beverage folk is like frontline workers because like they have made sure that like we can still get drunk on a Tuesday. Right. Like you while, can take your fucking pizzas home. Right. And like we've, we've lauded these people as like heroes of this pandemic and we are not. And what the fuck the are we tools. doing? What are we, what are we doing for them? Right. Exactly. We're not. And like I can, yeah. Like do I buy a lot of takeout? Was I a total lush for to-go cocktails? Bro. 100%. But, like, also, 
I can like level up my support of this community that like means a lot to me and like means a lot to me as like a person having grown up in it too. Right. I'm for it. I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, I think that it's going to be really tremendous to watch you transition and, and, and go into and not only go into, but like flourish in your role as like your, with your own private practice and, like, I'm just excited to, like, Thanks. see what the fuck happens here. Um, one of my favorite clients, which, like, we don't have favorites, but we all have favorites. Everybody has favorites. If you think... I'm my therapist's favorite client. Stop. Um, I don't think I'm my therapist's favorite client, but that's okay. Um, I have favorites. And one of my favorite clients told... When I was, like, explaining to her that I was going off on my own and starting my own private practice, she referred to it as pulling a Beyonce. And I was like... I'm going to keep that forever. Like I am, I am. That's what you're a, doing. This is becoming a core memory for me. I hope that you know that you're stepping out. You're, I was just you're like, pulling a Beyonce. Yeah. I was like, I, I know that like my, our relationship is about me supporting you, but this one sentence that you said is a core memory is a core memory that has given me like a whole new set of spoons. Listen, maybe we just need to like, I don't know. Maybe you need like some, I, some stilettos have you seen have <laughs> she's wearing corduroy overalls stop she has a sherpa lined jean jacket it's right here she's not wearing stilettos my idea of a heel is a clog <laughs> i can't i'm gonna be i'm gonna wear cowboy boots to my own wedding oh my god well that's gonna be man Let's let's not fucking derail cuz I really we need to wrap this shit up so that we can talk about Han's wedding dress. I don't I got to go. Oh yeah, I forgot that's on our to-do list for tonight. I got to go. Yeah. Um this has hands down without a shadow of a doubt been one of my favorite episodes to record. I can't wait to have you back, Han. Oh, wait, is this really where it ends? I feel like we didn't actually talk about anything. Yeah, we're really going to. She's like, wait, oh my god, I have so much so much the road is we've we've come it's forking it's time to talk about wedding dresses oh okay we gotta go all right well um if you ever want to talk about food again you know where to find me i mean you're one of my favorite people to talk about food with so i don't know how always talking about food i don't know how we haven't done this sooner to be honest with you i'm a little offended oh i'm offended have you just like been waiting in the? Yeah, I've just the, been like, when is Ava gonna hello? ask me? Like, oh, your your friend who's a radical eating disorder therapist. When are you gonna fucking ask her to be on your podcast? About can you food? just can you just like invite yourself next time? Just... No, I'm I'm uh, I don't I don't do that. Do you want to be enthusiastically chosen? Yeah, I'm a pick-me girl, okay? Dude, don't get me started on pick-me syndrome. I am a pick-me girl, and I know that about myself. Bruh. And you know what? Like, I'll pick you. I enthusiastically pick you. Thank you so much. Day in and day out. I just I just want to be picked. I'm, I'm picking you right now. I want to be everyone's favorite booger. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Until next week. Hand on the booger. (laughs) Signing off.